Becker's Hospital Review is committed to delivering our audience safe access to vital educational opportunities. With this in mind, our 11th annual meeting will be in virtual format for the first time. Whether in the home or workplace, attendees will have access to sessions where industry leaders will be discussing the most pressing issues in healthcare, including the rise of virtual care, addressing clinician burnout, and delivering on-price transparency. To learn more, click on the conference tab at beckershospitalreview.com. This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. We're thrilled today to be joined by Elisa Starbuck. Elisa is the president of the Brenner Children's Hospital. She's also the vice president of Women's and Children's Services at Wake Forest Health System. Um, thrilled to get a chance to visit today. Elisa, can you take a moment and introduce yourself? Yes, Scott. First of all, thank you for having me this morning. It's just a pleasure to be able to share my experiences with you. Um, I'm a native of North Carolina and have spent most of my time and career here. Um, I have been uh, here for about 34 years, honestly, at Wake Forest and Brenner Children's Hospital. My education has mostly been in North Carolina, except for a brief stint that I spent in uh, Washington, D.C. at Georgetown University. Um, my clinical background is uh, as a nurse practitioner. I have over 30, 30 years in healthcare, uh, both clinical and administration. Um, I have an expansive role as both a nurse and a nurse practitioner. And then uh, personally, um, I've been married for over 38 years, which is kind of unusual these days to the same individual. I have two grown children and four grandchildren, which uh, are the trade-off for, you know, not having um lived through two teenage children years ago. So that certainly was a, a nice benefit and I love them dearly. And uh, that's a, a good gift to look forward to. Oh, so, so nice. So you, you have marriage of 38 years, two kids, lots of grandkids. As you look into 2021, optimistic about this year, are things gonna move in the right direction with vaccines and everything else? What do you see? Do you see the world moving in the right direction? Well, I do. I think the world's going to move in a different direction. Uh, what I say to people is, you know, they'll say, when well, the pandemic's over, and um, I said, well, the pandemic is going to be not necessarily over, but we're going to learn how to live with COVID-19, and things will be different. So perhaps the things we've done in the past will not be how we live in the future. Um, even my grandchildren now, the four-year-old will say, I need my mask and my sanitizer. Some of the things we've necessarily learned through the pandemic, both in our healthcare systems and in society, um, have not necessarily been negative. I do think we have learned as healthcare organizations how to deliver care in, in different ways, um, as we've seen televisits increase. And I, I believe that, um, Consumers have enjoyed some of this, and it has met the need that probably we should have shifted to a long time ago. Uh, we will get the vaccines out. I know people are very anxious about that piece of it, but the vaccines, we will, we will get administered, and we can get that done quickly, and people will become less anxious about that. Um, we'll get through this, though, I believe. Thank you very much. I think great perspective. I'm going to ask you a non-serious question. I want to ask you a serious question. The non-serious question is, you're a Carolina native. Are you a UNC or Duke fan or neither? Or are you a Wake Forest fan? 
Well, I, I really am a Wake Forest fan, quite honestly. Um, I, I did grow up here. I actually was an NC State fan, believe it or not, when I was in my early years. Um, really not a UNC or a Duke fan. I am surrounded by people who have education from all of those uh, prominent universities, and I actually admire all of them for different reasons. But really, I'm a Wake fan. My blood runs gold. Gotcha. So in the old days, a Jimmy Valvano fan, but now more of a Wake Forest fan. Thank you, and a Muggsy Bogues fan. Thank you very, very much. Let me ask you another more serious question. Tell us about Brenner Children's Hospital, and, and, and tell us a few points of pride in the health system. Oh, absolutely. It's just my delight. You know, I've been so fortunate to watch absolutely what I would say the birth of Brenner Children's Hospital. When I arrived here, I was a, um, a staff nurse in the neonatal ICU, and I've watched Brenner Children's Hospital uh, grow from a small uh, unit within the larger medical center to what is now a tower. Uh, we're, we have over 150 pediatricians and 30 specialties of medicine and surgery, um, all specially trained just to care for children. We're located, of course, in the northwest region of North Carolina, and just providing that expert care to infants through young adults, that's what we do. And to be surrounded by people who just provide care to children. Um, a few years ago, we had a developed a dedicated pediatric emergency department, which is just absolutely phenomenal and has 24 bays. And while I, I throw out the number, it's because that's really um, a pretty phenomenal number for an organization our size. And when you walk into it, you really feel like your child's gonna be well cared for. We opened a state-of-the-art level four NICU last year that has single patient rooms uh, where the family can stay with their infant. That is something that you really don't see. NICUs have traditionally, especially in academic medical centers, been open bays. So uh, the mom can stay in that room. There's sleeping area for the mom, something that was throughout our children's hospital, but not necessarily in our NICU. We are verified both as a level one trauma center and a children's surgery center. And that is really something that attests to the quality and the resources that we have here for children. And we are also, um, the Children's Institute for Pediatric Trauma is something that was founded several years ago. That is an institute that works with leaders across the country to focus on research that helps our children who suffer from serious injuries, reducing the lifelong impact of traumatic injuries to children. Children are really affected most often by accidents. Um, that, that's kind of what we see. That's why it was so important to develop that level one trauma center. If I really had to talk about really points of pride, you know, it's really the extensive pediatric expertise that we have here that's supported by all the compassionate research and innovation that we have and the people. It's really the people and the foundation. Uh, the NICU is certainly a point of pride for me to watch families be able to stay with those babies uh, where they were did not have that opportunity before. And I guess the, the, the really the foundational point is that Brenner Children's Hospital is the connection to the community here. This hospital was you know, built by the community set up years ago by philanthropic dollars, and it's for the community, and it still remains true. And I think that's something that we have really carried forward, even the 30-year history of the Children's Hospital, which I'm extremely proud of. 
thank you. And talk about as you move into 2021, great stuff going on at Brenner Children's Hospital. Talk about what are your top three priorities this year? Yeah, well, you can't talk about the top three priorities without helping people, you know, kind of transition through COVID, right, through the pandemic. So the top, the top priority for me is to get both staff providers uh, engaged in transition through the pandemic and to the other side and how we um, transition the healthcare delivery model. What does that look like? How can we transition that both for our team here and for our consumers? I think that it is, we've been in this 10 months and what are we going to do going forward and how do we adapt to that? I think really um, a, second, a second top priority would be, you know that we're aligning and in partnership now with Atrium Health and how do we bring our two um, very, very um, great organizations together to move children's services forward in the Southeast in the country. I think that is really one of the top priorities that we'll be working through over the next year. And then expanding the, the research and the, the clinical programs here will always continue to be at the forefront as, as we are part of the foundation of, of the research that impacts children across the country. Thank you. And, and, and take one moment, Elisa, on advice for leaders. You've had this remarkable career, president of the Children's Hospital, senior vice president of Oswald Wake, a great career. Take a moment on advice that you would give to emerging leaders. Yeah, you know, I talk to emerging leaders a lot. And, and one of the things I, I share with them is, is really to be authentic, be honest and transparent. Um, when you make a mistake, um, be honest and, and say that to your to your team. Surround yourself with great people and a great team. Um, you you really need to identify people who have assets that you don't have and recognize that and appreciate that. People and relationships are the strongest things you will ever have wherever you are. Um, seek role models and mentors and find those good qualities and and have people give you feedback about what you do well. And the final thing that I, I tell people is that, you know, years ago when I was a brand new nurse standing in the NICU providing care to those tiniest patients, I never dreamed that I would be a president of a children's hospital, but doors opened along the way. So I share with people that you may think you have a career path, but doors will open along the way. And when a door opens, someone opened the door because they had faith and confidence that you had the skills to do that. So be brave walk through the door and take that opportunity because you have more skills than you think and believe in yourself. Fantastic. I think magnificent advice. Elisa, great, great to uh, meet you. Do you ever feel like once in a while, my God, I had such a great career. They named a coffee chain after me. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I, I I do, and I get that frequently when I order my coffee at Starbucks. If I well, when we had contact, of course, and you used your own debit card. Um, but uh, it is kind of a connection now with many people. But um, I I do wish I had a real connection with the Starbucks coffee. But I have to say that I do not. But it would be nice. God bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. What a pleasure visiting with you, and what a great career and great work. 
thank you very, very much. Thank you again, Scott, for the opportunity. I appreciate it.